Yes, and thank you. Thank you to our band. Thank you all for being here today. We really appreciate having you all with us. Um, I also want to thank those of you who went out to the polls this past Tuesday and wrote my name in for president. I really appreciate your vote. I appreciate your support. Didn't quite have the votes we needed, but uh, maybe next time. Um, what, too soon to joke about that? Mm. It might be too soon to joke about that. It might be, might be too soon. It might be too soon. Um, I do have to say a few things about this whole election uh, before we get into our me message. Uh, one of the things that we believe in here at Hope Community Church is that God is sovereign which means that somehow, in some mysterious way, his will can be worked through anyone and through any situation. And uh, that gives me a tremendous amount of peace, no matter who is president, <laughs> to know that there is a God who can somehow work his will through any situation and through anyone. And so I find a lot of hope, a lot of peace in that knowledge. And I want to just uh, offer a reminder to all of you, uh, all of you who call yourselves Christians out there, um, as American citizens, we have the right to free speech. We absolutely do. Uh, and as followers of Jesus Christ, we have been taught to keep a tight rein on our tongues. <laughs> um, as we, uh, you know, I guess it was back in, in the spring in May, we went through the Proverbs challenge. Some of you were here for that. But we read the book of Proverbs and all this wisdom that's contained in the book of Proverbs. And all throughout that book, Solomon is teaching us, there are times where we need to be quiet. And I suspect that this may be one of those times. And so as followers of Jesus Christ and as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, let's not put ideas out there that are, are divisive or they're filled with hate or filled with arrogance or filled with gloating. Let's just be quiet and pray for now. What do you say? <laughs> um, and then coming in January, we're going to do a bigger series on how we as followers of Jesus can heal this nation because there are things that we can do that no government agency can. And so we'll focus on that in January. So that's all I have to say about that for now. Let's move on to our regularly scheduled message. Uh, like I said earlier, this is part four in a four-part series. Uh, we're calling this series Our Story, and so we're telling the story of Hope Community Church and giving you some information about who we are as a church. But we're taking our story, we're tying it into the bigger story of the church, the church that's been around for about 2,000 years, this movement that Jesus started. And so this is about who we are as a church and finding our place in the bigger story of what Jesus is doing through the church and what he's been up to over the past 2,000 years through this movement. Um, I remember um, as a kid, I, uh, I, I went to a, a Protestant church, and um, as a kid, to become a member of the church, you went through a confirmation class. And I know a lot of people, when they hear that term confirmation, they think of Catholic, but Protestants do something called confirmation class too. Anyway, what this was is basically, I think it was a class for sixth and seventh graders, and they taught you about Jesus, which makes sense. Then they taught you about the specific church and the denomination and what, that, what they stood for and all that. And then at the end, you would become a member of the church. They go through a little ritual. You come up on the, you know, the front area, and they say a few words about you, and boom, you're a member. So here we are. We're a group of 6th and 7th graders in this class. And I don't remember much about the class. It was a while ago. Um, I don't remember anybody's name who was in that with me, <laughs> like none of them. But there's a handful of us. And I do remember on one particular Sunday... Um, the, the guy teaching the class forgot something. We were all in the basement having this class, and he's like, oh, hang on, I'll be right back. And so he left the group of 6th and 7th graders by themselves, which is always dangerous. And while he was gone, there were two kids, two kids in, that, in that class, and again, I, I don't remember their names. I didn't really know them. Um, but one was, um, they, they, they knew each other outside of church. They were like friends or relatives or something. And the boy was kind of like a little scrappy guy, and the girl was a little, like, she had experienced that growth spurt. You know that thing that happens around 6th or 7th grade where the girls can be a lot taller than the boys? So anyway, that was, that was, yeah, you know that. So that was going on there. 
And so the teacher had left the room, and this little boy, he did something to tease the girl. I don't know what it was, took her pencil, broke it, poked at her, whatever. And she turns around at him, this tall girl, she turns around at him and, and just cusses him out, like, big time, right in the church basement. <laughs> and I am terrified, because <laughs> I'm like, what if somebody walks in and hears this happening? What's going to happen? So that's like, that's basically the only thing I remember about confirmation class. <laughs> But it was very telling because I realized, I realized in that moment, I was like, well, this whole process, whatever we're doing here, this doesn't mean anything to this girl. And that may sound judgmental, but it didn't. It didn't mean anything to her. It didn't mean, it didn't mean much to any of us. We were all in this class because some adult in our lives said, hey, go here for an hour. It's not because we wanted to be a member. It's not because we cared about membership of being a part of a church. It's not that we valued it. It's just something that we got stuck doing. And I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying that's just, that's just the reality of the situation. Now, since we have been a church uh, on occasion, this has happened more than a couple times. Uh, someone's come up to me and they said, hey, you know, I, I would like to be a member of the church. I would like to be a member of Hope Community Church. And my response when somebody say, says that is usually the same. You are. Boom, you are. Done. You know what I mean? There's not a class. There's not a, like a thing. There's not, like a, not a lot of hoops to jump through or anything like that. We just say, okay, okay, you are. And, and when I say that, I hope, you know, I hope that doesn't come across as me being flip or like, like careless about it. What I'm saying when I respond in that way is that really what we value here is your decision. When you decide to become a member of Hope Community Church, we honor that. When you make that decision, when you have that, you're like, you know, I've, I've thought about it, I've considered it, I've visited for a while, I'm deciding that I am a member of Hope Community Church. That means more than any class or anything else could mean to us. So I wanted to um, use this Sunday to basically talk through what membership means, okay? Because again, like I said, I don't want to be flipping about it. I know it's a real thing. I know it's an important thing. Uh, we're going through this series. Uh, a few weeks back, I talked about this relationship that exists between the people of the church and the pastor of the church. And, and one of my responsibilities as the pastor is to know who our people are. Who are these people that I'm accountable to? Who are the people that I'm supposed to be encouraging and supporting and helping as they follow Jesus? And so membership plays into that so that you know, we know who, who are we, <laughs> And who am I responsible for and who are you responsible for within the body? And so this is a real thing. And so I wanted to talk through uh, in more detail what it means to be a member of the church. And it starts, with, it starts with desire. Step one to be a member of the church. It starts with desire. I want to be a part of this movement. Now that takes time. Um, on at least one occasion that I'm aware of, we've had somebody walk in on their first Sunday as a visitor and say, this is it for me. I want to be a part of this. But, and that's kind of cool when that happens. That's like a miracle, right? But for the most part, that's not the situation. For the most part, you come in as a visitor, you come in as a guest, and you cross this very strange threshold into this theater, and you're out in this beautiful, sunny world, and then you open the door to this dark place, and you walk in. What's going on in here? Is this a cult? Is this a church? Is this legitimate? And you don't know. And it takes time to get to know the people of the church. It takes time to find out, well, what do they believe? And they, well, do they really believe what they say they believe? That kind of thing takes time. And so step one of membership is having that desire. You have waited out. You have considered enough. You have received enough information where you feel like you want to be a part of this thing. And so that desire, that, that, that want, I want to be a part of this. And to say that you want to be a part of it is to acknowledge that somehow, in some way, Jesus is at work through this group of people, and you want in. To be a member of the church, step one is to say, I want to be a part of what Jesus is doing through Hope Community Church. That's step one. Then there's something else that happens after you have that desire. There's this shift 
in attitude, a shift in attitude. When you first start attending a church, and maybe this is like your first Sunday, your fifth Sunday, or you've been here for a when you first start attending a church, it's, 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 you think of it like this. You think of it as, it's a they. It's a them. Oh, that's Hope Community Church. I know those people. This is what they do, and this is what they believe, and I know, oh, that's them. It's a they and a them when you first walk into a church. Then there becomes this shift in attitude. It's no longer they or them. It's we and us. This is our church. This is what we believe. Not this is what they do at Hope Community Church. This is what they believe, and this is how they, this is where they meet. This is where we meet. This is what we believe. This is what we do as a church. And that's a very important shift. Now, it's easy to make that shift when there's a lot of wonderful, good things going on, and our church is doing awesome stuff, right? Hey, this is us. We're all a part of some great things going on. Well, what about when there's stuff to work on within the body? What if when there's stuff to work on in the church? Oh, that church, they can't get their act together. They're, they're doing this ministry, and it's all messy, and it's they, 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 they. But to have this shift in attitude to be a member, you're part of the mess too. <laughs> you can't say, well, I'm only a part of it when we do good things and when there's good stuff. No, 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 no. It's we. And if there's problems, which, you know, we're a new church, and there's always going to be areas where we can grow and expand and do better and do better and do better. Well, we solve these issues. We address them together. And so there's that shift in attitude. Now that, like I said, that takes time. It takes time to start seeing yourself in that way. It takes time for, to be comfortable enough to say, yes, this is something that I want to be a part of. This is something that I, I see myself as a part of. I have this desire. I'm a part of this. I'm one, I'm, I'm one of the we. <laughs> it takes time for that to happen. Now, this um, Hope Church is, um, you know, I've been a part of a few churches in the past, and one of the um, reoccurring issues that you see in the life of a church um, and I guess it's really one of the, the complaints that you hear, and the complaints that I've heard as a part of this church and as a part of other churches, is that some people say, I feel like it's too tough to break in. I've heard that terminology exactly. Now, I've been visiting, and I feel like it's too tough to break into the church. I feel like it's too tough to crack in and get connected there. I feel like I'm out of the loop. That's another common criticism I hear about what people say about trying to become part of a church. I feel like I'm out of the loop. I feel like this church is doing stuff, and I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm out of the loop. And that's a legitimate, you know, uh, Concern, a legitimate complaint, if I can call it that, a little bit legitimate issue that people have when they're new to a church, feeling that they can't quite, I'm not quite engrafted into the body, if I could put it that way. I'm not right, I feel like I'm part of it yet. I feel like I'm out of the loop. That's a real issue. So here's what we need to do as the pastor and as the leaders of the church. We try to find ways to help you get connected. That's, that's my responsibility as the pastor. That's our responsibility, those of us who are in leadership at this church. Try to find ways to help you get connected. There are small, simple ways that we do that, and there are more elaborate ways that we do that. One of the things um, that you already did this morning is Sean commanded us to uh, take a minute to welcome and greet one another, and we did that, okay? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? That's like a little one-minute, two-minute thing that we do, but it's a little bit of a time that we've created for you to break the ice, shake somebody's hand, maybe introduce yourself. It's not an opportunity to spill your guts or to tell your full story or to say why you're there but it's that little opportunity we've given you, then there's an opportunity again on Sunday morning where you can come in for that prayer meeting that starts at 10. Another opportunity we've created for you to, to get connected. You feel like you're not connected? Well, here's something you could try. Then there's these small group meetings that we have. In the past, we've had stuff for you know, women's groups to meet, and we're going to be doing some more of that stuff in the future. We've got the men's Bible study. It's only once a month. It's not a big commitment. And so again, that's an opportunity to come out. We've got a small group on Tuesday nights. Again, another opportunity for you to get connected. Now, I understand that these are all big steps to take. 
It's one thing to walk into this common space to kind of see everybody, and it's a little bit safe, and you can like leave right away if you want to. And so that's an option. But to actually go into somebody's home, that's, I get that. That takes time. That takes a little bit of effort and intention. Now, that's a big threshold to cross. And so what I'm trying to say in all this, if you feel, first off, if you feel like you're a little bit out of the loop in what's going on with the church, firstly, you have to make your peace with that. <laughs> because there are times I feel that same way too. Because <laughs> the church is a group of people. And there have been plenty of occasions where I found out something happened or this group of people got together and they did this service thing together. It's like, oh, I didn't know that was happening. And that's fine. That's fine. I don't need to know every single detail of when you all are getting together and when you're doing good deeds. Hey, no one cleared this by the pastor. No, it's fine. I'm allowed to be out of loop. And so to some degree, you need to make pure peace with that. I feel like I'm out of loop. That's, and that's going to be okay. The other thing is this. Like I said, we have a responsibility to create these opportunities for you to get to know each other, but we can't do all the work for you, Right? And when you're part of a new church, where you're part of a new thing, it just takes time to get to know people. And some of that's on you. You need to make that effort. I, ca I can't make that effort for you. It was just like starting, it's just like starting at a new school or starting at a new job. You're not best friends with everybody day number one. Of course, in a job, you're there eight hours a day, five days a week, so you probably get to know each other a little bit faster. But, but it takes time to get to know people in a church. And so it starts with, starts with that desire. And then there's that shift in attitude. This is something I want to be a part of, and I'm feeling like this is a we, not a them, right? And then it moves on from there to a commitment, to making some kind of a commitment. Now, um, in the days leading up to this message, I was kind of going back and forth. Well, should, I, should I mention this part or should I leave this part out? And I was like, no, I've got to mention this part too. There is a commitment that comes with it. If you want to be a member of the church, there is this awareness. There is this understanding that we who are members... We carry a burden, yeah, I use the word burden, we carry a burden of ministry together. We carry a burden of ministry together. And so when you become a member, when you want to be a member, you're acknowledging, I want to be a part of this, and I've got to carry my fair share of the burden. I believe in Hope Community Church. I believe that Jesus is working through Hope Community Church. I want to be a part of Hope Community Church. I see it as an us, not a them. And I'm going to carry my fair share of the burden of ministry in the hope of experiencing the joy of seeing lives change. This is not about carrying burden for the sake of burden. It's about carrying the burden of ministry, carrying your fair share of the burden of ministry in the hope of seeing lives changed. Let me explain that a little bit. Let's first let's talk about that word ministry. Ministry, what does that mean? Basically, this is not a perfect definition. Basically, it means work. The work of the church. The work of the church. A lot of times when people think about the different ministries of the church, we automatically think of Sunday morning. We automatically think of the Sunday morning event where we are right now. Call it a worship service, call it a church service, whatever you want to call it. We think about all the different ministries, all the different things that need to happen on a Sunday morning. We've got somebody running sound. We've got somebody running PowerPoint. We've got some people, you know, leading music. You've got somebody talking at you. You've got somebody reading the scripture verses. We have a uh, staff of people, volunteers, personnel downstairs working the kids' stuff. We've got people bringing in snacks. We've got people handing out bulletins. We've got people at the visit. There's a lot of little and big ministries that happen on a Sunday morning at the Sunday morning event. And I believe that this Sunday morning event, call it what you want, worship service, church service, this is an important event. And there is a lot of ministry that happens right here. I believe this is important. This is where we come together as followers of Jesus, where we rally together, where we remind ourselves of what it means to be a Christian. This is where you're bringing your friends, your visitors, your guests. This is where you're exposing them to your church body. So this is an important event. But ministry, real ministry, is so much bigger than what takes place 
on a Sunday morning. So if you want to get involved in some of these Sunday morning ministries, like working in children's church or running the soundboard or running the lights or handing out bulletins or being that greeter, being that friendly face when people walk in, that's wonderful. We'd appreciate that. But you could say that there's an even bigger ministry that begins when you walk out of those doors. Real ministry is loving and serving the people in your life. How many times do we talk about this at Hope Community Church? The idea of all of us in this room, we all have a circle of people in our life. We use this term circle of influence a lot, right? Circle of influence. There should be a drinking game. Every time I say circle of influence, you take a, a coffee. Drink coffee. Take a sip of coffee. Let me clarify. Get your coffee with you. Every time I say circle of influence, right? Because somebody's got in the back. All right. <laughs> we, we started that game today. Circle of influence. But we talk about it. It's this idea that everybody, everybody in this room, you have people in your life. And you can be influencing them. You can be loving on them. You can be that, that voice of love. You can be that, that support. You can take care of them as they're in need. That's, that's the ministry. And so when I say that to be a member of the church means that you're taking on your fair share of ministry, doesn't necessarily mean you're doing anything as part of the Sunday morning event. doesn't mean you're leading a Bible study. It means that you're committed to do your part as an individual in the world, in our shared community, to share the love of Jesus with other people in the hope of seeing lives changed and the hope of seeing lives changed. Let's take a look at that scripture passage that's in your bulletin. Anybody notice anything about that scripture passage? It sounds very familiar. It's the same passage of scripture we looked at last Sunday, okay? Same passage of scripture we looked at last Sunday. It's an important one. And if you recall, this, if, you were last, if you recall what was going on, this is the first church that started in Jerusalem. Peter was one of the disciples. He's now, you know, we call him an apostle now, and he's, he's sharing the message of what Jesus has done. He's sharing the message of how much God loves us. He's sharing this thing that we call the gospel. And he's just explained to thousands of people what God has done for us, how much God loves us. He loves us so much that he sent his son into this world to pay a debt on our behalf, to die on the cross in our place, to die on the cross for our sins, that everyone who receives him as their savior receives new life eternal life and a new approach to life. So he's just preached this message and so many people were convicted. They were pierced through the hearts, the scripture says, and, and they became the first church. And so we have this picture of what that church looks like. Again, we talked about that last week. And they're devoting themselves to the apostles' teachings. We don't have the apostles with us. We have what they wrote down right here. We've got, it's kind of better this way. We've got a full collection of what they wrote. So that's all here. They're sharing with one another. They're taking care of one another. And like I said last week, I'm seeing that happen within this congregation. We're taking care of one another. They broke bread in their homes with sincere hearts, verse 47, praising God and enjoying favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And so I get this picture of what, what that first church looked like, okay? In some ways, it looked different from us, Hope Community Church. And in a lot of ways, it looked pretty similar to what we're doing right here. And so every once in a while, once you invite your friend or once somebody comes in for that first time, that second time, it's kind of like they're peeking in, right? Taking a little bit of peek in. What's going, what's, what's going on over here? Just taking a, maybe a little tiptoe in. See, what, what's happening here? Checking them out. And I think that same kind of thing happened with the very first church. You had people saying, what are these people doing together? I know it's something about Jesus. You know, that guy who was crucified. Why are all these people taking care of each other? Why are they all loving each other? Why are they all meeting each other's needs? What is happening with this group? Just kind of peeking in. Just kind of peeking in. And some people, now it says the Lord was adding to their number daily those who were being saved, but I don't, I don't take that to mean everybody who peeked in stayed. Some people peeked in and said, oh, wait, this is really great. I want to be a part of this. Other people peeked in and said, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and some people probably stood on that cuff for a long time. I'm not sure about this. No, yeah, no, no. 
But I think that's the reality, and that's what happens. That's what happened with the first church. That's what happens with every church. But you see what happens. They're enjoying the favor with all people. They're doing good in their community, and there's something about that that's really attractive. And so people were peeking in and saying, I want to be a part of that. And what was God doing? He was saving them. People were, were experiencing this change in their lives and a change in their heart where they were receiving salvation in Jesus Christ, all because of what was happening with this community of people calling themselves a church. And I believe that's happening with us here too, isn't it? And so again, to go back to this idea of I'm going to take all my fair share of the burden of ministry in the hope of seeing lives changed. Now listen, I know this is probably, I don't know, weird or perhaps even inappropriate for me to say as the pastor, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm a member of this church too. I enjoy being a member of this church. There is burden, there is work, there is work that needs to be done, but for those of us who have been around for a while, you get to experience the joy of seeing lives changed, of seeing the people in your life that you invite to church. You know, they were like, I don't know about God, I don't know about Christianity, and then all of a sudden they start to warm up to see that change in somebody's life. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? I mean, and again, to be a part of a church that's, let's, you know, we're, we're not a new church. We're like four and a half years old. We're like old church now. But to be a part of a church that's not quite established yet, it takes more work. It takes more sacrifice. But, but when you have those moments of seeing hearts changed, it makes it all worthwhile, right? I've got some, some pastor friends, believe it or not, um, that I meet with on occasion. And... Um, you know, a lot of them, this is, so, this is so weird, whatever. The grass is always greener, I guess, but some of them are envious. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're envious <laughs> of starting from scratch and having to do this? No, they're envious because we're not, we're not held back by a lot of the things that established churches held back by. But, it, but I have to say to them, hey, I get that you're envious, but it's a lot of work. But you know what? It is worth it. When you see lives change, when you see hearts change, it is 100% worth it. Today, I want to give you an opportunity. Those of you who have already made that decision, I'm going to be a member of Hope Community Church. If you've made, I want to give you an opportunity to make that official, okay? And so I'm going to, uh, in just a moment, Tom and Mickey are going to pass out some cards. Um, actually, could I have one of those, Mickey, if you don't mind? I forgot to grab one. And so just a minute, in just a moment, Tom and Mickey will pass these around. And this says at the top, I want to be a part of what Jesus is doing through Hope Community Church. I will sh carry my share of the burden of ministry in the hope of seeing lives changed. I am a member of Hope Community Church. And then you have an opportunity to fill out some information, your name, your email address, your phone number. We want to keep in touch with you. Give us your birthday if you don't mind. Just the date and the month. We don't need the year. It's fine. We don't even know how old you are. But this is for those of you who have made the decision, who are ready. I was trying to think of the least awkward way to do this. You know what I, mean? I didn't want to have people raise their hands. I didn't want people to just put cards in the back and people will forget. So what we're going to do, and if you could do this now, Tom and Mickey, we're going to give everybody a card. And if you're not ready yet, if this is your first Sunday, your fifth Sunday, or you've been here a year and you're still not ready, just leave it in the seat behind you. Let me make this clear. There is no advantage to rushing into this. Absolutely none. Not for you and not for us as a collective. So no one's trying to force your hand. Listen, I don't report these membership numbers back to anybody. We're not trying to, it's not about that. There's no advantage to rushing into this. We just wanted to give you an opportunity for those of you who are ready to make it official. If you are not ready, if this is, and again, maybe it's your fifth Sunday, maybe it's you've been here a year and you're not quite ready. If you're not ready yet, I would encourage you, keep peeking in. <laughs> Keep peeking in. Keep looking at Hope Community Church. Keep learning about Hope Community Church. And so these are going around. You're going to get a pen with it. 
You can keep the pen. It's a Hope Community Church pen. Even if you don't fill out the card, you can still keep the pen. And fill out as much information as you're comfortable with. For those of you who feel like, guys, don't you already have our information? I'd appreciate it if you'd fill that out again. It's one of the ministries we're working on. It's just communication, being able to reach out to people when stuff is going on in the life of our church. So I'd appreciate as much information as you're, as you're comfortable filling out. And again, there's no point in rushing into this. As I mentioned um, right before we really started the, the, the message here, um, there's a lot going on in our nation right now. A lot of people are upset. A lot of people are angry. A lot of people are gloating. A lot of people are stirring up divisiveness. Um, there's a lot going on in our nation and right here within our own community. A lot of hurt, a lot of hate, and a lot of brokenness. What we need here in our community is we need people to experience the change that comes from following Jesus Christ. A lot of broken hearts. A lot of people who have lost hope. A lot of people who have put their hope in the wrong source to begin with. What I'm trying to tell you is this. Our neighborhood, our community, Southern Delaware County, they need us. They may not realize that they need us, but they need us. There's a lot of broken hearts that need to be mended. There are a lot of people in your life who need to realize that everything they heard about church and Jesus was wrong. A lot of broken hearts that need to be mended. That's why we're here. We are here to heal those broken hearts. We are here to accurately represent Jesus Christ. And you as an individual, you are always invited to be a part of that. If you don't fill out this card today, so what? Whenever you decide to become a member, you're officially a member. But just know that you are always welcome. Where, regardless of your past, regardless of your background, regardless of, you know, I, don't, I haven't read the Bible. I don't, regardless, if you want to be a part of this, you are always welcome to be a part of the movement that we call Hope Community Church. On your way out, there is a green basket. And so if you filled out, um, Mickey's holding it up in the back right now. Um, so if you have filled out one of those cards, you can place it in there as you leave. Um, if you're still filling it out, you know, we're going to have our closing song in just a few minutes. If you still need time to fill that out, um, take that time then. Um, that's okay. But like I said, just know that door is always open. If you've made a decision that you want to be a part of this, you're welcome to be a part of changing lives with us. Let's pray.